Well, hello, and welcome back to Podcasting for Educators. This will be the last episode in my launch series. And if this is your first time tuning in, I would encourage you to check out episodes four, five, and six to hear the other episodes in this series. And if you haven't already, don't forget to download my free launch guide at podcastingforeducators.com slash launch guide. This guide goes along with these episodes from the series and will help you with planning out your show and getting it ready to submit. So today we're talking about setting up your podcast host and actually getting ready to submit your show. Now, I've mentioned this in past episodes, but my recommendation and the host that I use is Libsyn. So I will be going through this episode as if you are setting things up on Libsyn. But if you're not using Libsyn, it's okay. A lot of the hosting platforms are all very similar, and pretty much all of these things are going to be on any host that you find. Let's get started. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators, the podcast that helps TPT authors and other online educators launch and grow their show. I'm Sarah, and I'm on a mission to help you get your podcast out and into the ears of those who need it most, busy teachers, counselors, literacy specialists, SLPs, parents, and everyone in between. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and podcast industry updates so that you can be on top of your podcasting game and gain some new customers along the way. Are you ready? Let's get to it. So when you first sign up for Libsyn, if you are planning to have a podcast that has weekly episodes, one episode a week, then you can sign up for the $15 a month plan. That will give you enough storage for weekly episodes as long as they're not like super crazy long. And I'm going to go through some of the things that you'll need to set up when you first sign up for an account. So you have your show title, and this is going to be the official name of your podcast. So you want to make sure that you type it exactly how you want it. A lot of people always wonder if they need to put the word podcast in their show title. I do not think that you need to do that. It's obvious that you have a podcast, so so you don't need to include that word at the end. For example, if your show is called Stories from Second Grade, you don't need to make it the Stories from Second Grade podcast. It can just be Stories from Second Grade. It's going to ask you for a show slug, and I recommend that you just use either all or part of your show title, and this is going to be used in your show's URL in your RSS feed. So you want it to be something that matches your show title, and you don't want it to be something that you're going to be changing. You also do want to make sure that your time zone is set up correctly because this will affect when your episodes go out. I always like to schedule my episodes for 4 o'clock a.m. Eastern time, so you want to make sure that your time zone is set the way that you want it to. Okay, next up you have a show description, and this is kind of like an elevator pitch for your show. It's going to show up with your podcast on all of the different platforms, and it might be the second thing that people see when they come across your podcast after your cover art. It does not need to be super long. It's important to say that at this time, the show description is not searchable on Apple. However, this could absolutely change in the future, so I would definitely include keywords from your niche. So for example, I work with a lot of TPT authors, so I make sure that TPT authors and teachers and 
school counselors, SLPs, administrators, all of those words are in my show description. Another decision that you'll need to make is the categories that your show will be listed under. So Apple and a lot of the other podcast directories are broken up by topic category, and then listeners can kind of filter through different shows based on the topic that they're interested in or the category that they're interested in. In Lipson, you can now choose two categories to list your show underneath. Apple Podcasts will always default to the first category that you list, but you can be listed in two if you choose to include them. There are some platforms that don't use these categories, and you'll have to choose categories when you set your account up in that specific platform. And if you're unsure of which categories to choose, I always love using going to chartable.com. I'll include that in the show notes. And chartable is just a really easy way to search different podcasts. And so you can kind of look and see what categories other people who have a similar audience that you do, what category they're listed in. Because if you search their show on chartable, it'll actually tell you which categories they're listed under. And there's main categories, and then there's also subcategories. So you can choose if you want to list yourself under a main category or a subcategory. So for example, a really common one that people in the TPT space use is the category of education. And then there are subcategories under education. Some of those are courses and how-to. Those are two really common subcategories that people in this space use for their shows. Maybe some of your audience might be homeschool parents. So there is a category for parenting that falls under the kids and family category. There's also like some specific subjects like there's science is its own category. Music is its own category. There's also a mental health subcategory under health and fitness. So those are just some ideas of categories they might want to start with. You can change these at any time. So you can see how your show's ranking, and then you can always change your category if you want to. Another section that you'll fill out is putting a public contact email, and you can put the email that you usually use, or you can create a an email, especially for your podcast, this email that you enter into Libsyn will be visible to the public. So people can actually see your RSS feed and your email will show up in there. So if people are searching for you because they want to contact you about your show, maybe they want to be a guest or they want to reach out to you for some other reason, it will be public. So if you don't want your main email being public, then I would suggest putting a different email. Under the section labeled author, you want to put either your name or your business name, or you could put both. This is searchable on places like Apple Podcast. So you want to use the name that people might search you for. A lot of people in this section under author, they do something called keyword stuffing. Because this is a searchable section, they might put a bunch of like niche keywords in there. And I do not recommend this because this is something that can get red flagged and this can actually get your show kicked off of certain platforms. So I do not recommend doing that. Stick to your name and your business name. There's another section labeled tags and keywords, and a lot of people think that this is going to help with SEO and it's going to be searchable, but it's not. It's no longer something that's that's used, so you don't need to put anything in this section. The next big thing you want to make sure that you have is adding your cover art. And then just for future reference, actually, this is something that's a little bit new, but you can actually make 
a new graphic for every episode if you want to, and you can upload that as you upload each episode every week. Then there's going to be a space that you can put a directory theme color, and so you can grab one of your branding colors and put the hex code in, and then that color will be used on your Libsyn page and also in the Libsyn player that you'll grab and end up putting on your show notes. There are other things that you'll need to fill out in Libsyn. A lot of them are self-explanatory. I'm not going to go over all of them, but I wanted to touch on those big ones. So after you have your account set up, you'll want to publish your trailer because remember, I've mentioned this in past episodes, but you have to have at least one episode live before you can go ahead and submit to Spotify and Apple and all the places. So you'll want to go ahead and click add new episode and upload your audio and fill out your episode description and all of that, and then go ahead and publish it when you're ready. And once that's published, you'll be able to go ahead and prepare for submitting. So I recommend using a tool called castfeedvalidator.com. And this is a place that you will go and it's totally free, but you're going to take your RSS feed from your host. And if you're wondering what the heck an RSS feed is, if it sounds like another language to you, it's just a link that is used for your show that is essentially the home base for your podcast. And that is what's used to send out your episodes to all of the different places. So you can find your RSS feed by going to settings, RSS feed settings, and edit. And then from there, you can copy and paste your RSS feed. So for example, mine says podcastingforeducators.lipson.com slash RSS feed. So it'll be your show slug.lipson.com slash RSS. And that's what you're going to use to paste into castfeedvalidator.com. And so you'll paste in your RSS feed. It calls it a podcast URL when you're on the validator site but it's your RSS feed, you'll put that in and you'll click start validation. And it's going to go through your RSS feed and make sure that everything is set up properly. And it's gonna let you know if there's any kind of problems with your feed. For example, if you don't have an episode live yet, it's it's gonna tell you that. One of the most common errors is cover art. You really need to make sure that your cover art is the correct size. Usually the issue is that it's not compressed enough. So you'll want to troubleshoot that. And then if you see any other errors, usually it will give you a little description to tell you how to fix it. But you want to make sure that this site says everything is good to go before you go ahead and submit to all the platforms because you don't want to submit and then get denied and have to then go ahead and fix things. Just take care of it now so that you know that everything is good to go. After you've troubleshooted any possible issues that come up, you are ready to submit your show. Congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back because this is very exciting. In my free launch guide that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I have on one of the last pages, I have a I have a checklist that includes some of the major platforms to submit your show to with links to go to each one. You will need your RSS feed, that link that we talked about a few minutes ago from Libsyn or from your host, whichever host you're using, to submit to these places. So you can download that guide to be able to get that checklist. Every platform is fairly similar when it comes to submission. Some ask you a few additional questions besides your RSS feed, but I'm not going to go through every single one because we would be here all day. All right, that is all for today. I wanted to make this episode pretty quick. 
I know that it's not the most exciting stuff, but hopefully it answered some of your questions when it comes to setting up your host. And of course, if you have any additional questions, you can always reach me on Instagram at Podcasting for Educators, and I'm happy to help you out. And like I said, this is the last episode in our launch series. So I'm excited to dive into some other topics moving forward. For those of you who already have your show and you're looking for new ways to streamline your process, book great guests, promote your episodes, and grow your audience. These are all things that we'll be covering in future episodes. And lastly, if you've gone through this launch series and you feel like you really just want somebody to do all of this for you, I do offer a launch package where I do all of this for you, and you can read about that at podcastingforeducators.com slash services. If this series and the launch guide was helpful for you in any way, I would love to hear from you. And as always, thank you so much for listening today, and I will see you next week. If you have any questions or takeaways from this episode, send me a message on Instagram at podcastingforeducators. I'd love to hear from you. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes at podcastingforeducators.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Bye for now.